From Wondery, I'm Robbie Damon, and this is Little Stories Everywhere. Each episode will bring you stories for kids that spark the imagination, take you to other worlds, and bring joy. This is Valentine's Day Stinks, Superhero Edition. Hey, grown-ups. Do you ever want to whisk your family away on a fun and exhilarating adventure? What if we helped you make it a possibility every single week and from the comfort of your home, car, or wherever you are? It's the Cat in the Hat cast, a weekly podcast presented by our partners at Purina. Your pet, our passion. Fill your week with sing-alongs, laughter, and a pinch of mayhem as you spend time with the oh-so-mischievous Cat in the Hat and his cautious pal, Fish. Tune in with the whole family, including your furriest friends, because when we spend time together, the fun never ends. You'll never guess what surprises the Cat in the Hat will pull out of his hat next. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, grown-ups! On the Nintendo Switch system, you can team up with friends in Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Where you can meet talking flowers. Life's full of surprises. And where piranha plants sing. And where Mario, Luigi, and Peach turn into elephants. Wowie zowie! And where this announcer turns into a... Super tiny announcer! <laughs> That's not in the game. <clears throat> Sorry, got a little excited. Nintendo Switch, the home of Mario and Friends. Game rated E for everyone. Game and system sold separately. Good morning, Hartford. It's February 14th, and you know what that means. It's Valentine's Day. Don't forget to have a hearty breakfast and tell your dog that you Labrador him. <laughs> now, pull on your best red sweater, eat some chocolates, and let somebody know that you love them. Yuck. I hate Valentine's Day, shouted a voice from under the covers. It was officially Valentine's least favorite day of the year. You heard that right. His name is Valentine, and Valentine's Day is his worst day. You see, Valentine's Day is also Valentine's birthday. Ever since he was a little boy, his birthday was forgotten and ignored by everyone. Friends, family, and teachers all spent what was supposed to be Valentine's special day exchanging mushy cards and decorating everything pink and talking about love. Because of this, Valentine grew to hate cards and pink and most of all, everything even remotely affectionate. In school, Valentine refused to participate in Valentine's Day activities, and he insisted on ruining everyone else's fun. Roses are red, violets are blue. Love is for losers, and so are you. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine had so much hate in his heart that he had a hard time making friends and was often in trouble with his teachers. He became a total outcast which only made him grow angrier and angrier. As Valentine got older, his hatred of Valentine's Day got more intense. In fact, Valentine started to hate everything other people loved. Sunshine, dancing, and pizza all made him furious. Everyone thought he was mean and hateful and no fun. 
Valentine hated all this happy, joyful stuff so much that he decided to dedicate his life to ruining things people loved. He became a supervillain. Valentine wasn't just any supervillain. He was the best supervillain in Hartford. He was so villainous that no other villains dared to even enter the city limits. Valentine had destroyed all types of joy in the city in different, exciting ways. He used his anti-water evaporation device to dry up all the slides at the water park in the middle of summer. He used his food shapeshifter to turn all the spaghetti at the town's charity dinner into pool noodles. He even designed a tree shrinking machine to make all the plants in Hartford so small that they were practically invisible. But he was yet to make his real dream come true to ruin Valentine's Day in Hartford once and for all. He had been planning for years how he would perfectly execute the destruction of his least favorite day. And finally, his plans were complete. <sighs> February 14th, I can smell it in the air. It stinks! Valentine hopped out of bed, excited to have a very evil day. He climbed into his tight, bright red supervillain jumpsuit, zipped on his pointy black boots, and adjusted his thick, clear goggles onto his face. Time for evil! <laughs> he hopped into his mean mobile and zoomed toward the center of town. He was headed for Clara's cutesy cards, a store full of people looking for meaningful messages on lovely decorated pieces of stiff paper. Pathetic! Valentine was ready to destroy their day. When he arrived, he threw open the door. Everyone stopped what they were doing. They were terrified. Valentine's car was filled with gadgets like his Mega Scissors machine and the Super Shredder. They knew he was up to something. Hello, lovers of all things disgustingly romantic. It is I, Valentine, the most unloving, hearts-hating, candy-crushing villain in all of Hartford. You can kiss your precious little holiday goodbye. Because today, I will defeat Valentine's Day forever! Geronimo! There was a huge commotion outside. Everyone ran out of the store to see what it was, including Valentine. Surely not. Another supervillain? I am Dr. Extreme. And I am here to ruin your Valentine's Day. Dr. Extreme had a long black cape that swept the floor as she walked. Her hair was bright purple. She rode a floating motorcycle. She was, well, she was very cool indeed. Valentine and Dr. Extreme locked eyes. He suddenly started to feel like the world around him was spinning. Who are you? shouted Dr. Extreme. I... I'm... 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 Valentine felt a funny feeling in his stomach. Dr. Extreme was so... 
epic. He had never met another supervillain before, much less one that wanted to destroy Valentine's Day, just like him. Hello, yelled Dr. Extreme. I said, who are you? I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> Valentine jumped into his mean mobile and stepped on the gas, leaving Dr. Extreme and the people of Hartford in his dust with confused looks on their faces. When he got back to his dimly lit lair, he paced around the all-black room furiously. He had made sure to pace in shapes that weren't the least bit romantic. Squares, question marks, figure eights. He couldn't accidentally walk in the shape of a heart at a time like this. Oh, how could this happen? My plan was perfect. If it wasn't for Dr. Extreme making me nervous, everything would have gone perfectly. She was just so cool and fashionable and awesome. If she wasn't my new nemesis, I'd maybe almost potentially want to be friends with her. Oh, God. Ah. Time to destroy Valentine's Day. Time to destroy Valentine's Day. Ah, never mind all that. There's no time. I must move to phase two of my plan. He grabbed his ultra-fast hover backpack from the wall and strapped himself into it. To l'amour! L'Amour was the fanciest, most romantic restaurant in the entire city. Everyone in Hartford celebrated Valentine's Day at L'Amour. Everyone that could get a table, that is. Valentine burst through the doors. Patrons dropped their pink pasta-filled forks and sweetheart potato soup spoons. Waiters dashed into the kitchen to hide. The walls were lined with red velvet booths and romantic violin music played softly in the background. Gross! Couples of Hartford! I am here to destroy Valentine's Day once and for all. <laughs> Say goodbye to your fancy little dinner because tonight I'm dishing up my super mega meal evaporator. In just a moment, all of your food will be gone. <laughs> Valentine noticed that the people in the restaurant had gone completely silent while he was monologuing. But too silent. He approached a pair sitting at a table. They were perfectly still, not even blinking. The man's mouth was wide open, and the woman had her hand placed over her heart. Are they... Uh, hypnotized? Dr. Extreme barged into the restaurant. She looked even cooler than Valentine remembered. Her shiny black belt had a bright metallic buckle with the letters DR on it. Oh, she was way too cool. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Valentine and Dr. Extreme stared at each other. Neither of them was prepared to back down. Why don't you take your awesome goggles and get out of here? Oh, yeah? Why don't you take your super cool cape and fly home with something? Dr. Extreme and Valentine continued to aggressively compliment each other for a few minutes. It was clear that they hated each other. They were two competing villains. But it was also clear that something else was going on. Were they impressed by each other? Were they in awe of each other? There was an awkward pause. Dr. Extreme's palms started to sweat. Valentine felt a swirling sensation in his stomach. 
both villains had beads of sweat dripping down their faces. I gotta go! Me too! Dr. Extreme ran toward the back of the restaurant, into the kitchen, and out the emergency exit. What was happening? Valentine had never felt intimidated by someone before. He was Valentine, the greatest supervillain in all of Hartford, a world-renowned villain. Duh. This can't be happening. Valentine flipped the switch on his hover backpack and blasted out the front doors of Lamore. Gold and black glitter shot out of the boosters of his pack and all over the front steps of the restaurant. <laughs> that will take you forever to clean up. <laughs> he put his backpack on high speed and zoomed back to his lair as quickly as possible. This was not how Valentine pictured today going. He thought it was going to be the best day of his life. Instead, it had gone wrong at every turn. As soon as he was home, he grabbed his newest, fanciest, most expensive chaos-causing machine. The Freeze-O-Rama 3000. He planned to use it in his final attempt to destroy Valentine's Day. It was 7 p.m., and time for the Hartford Valentine's Day Ball. He planned to freeze everyone at the ball for the rest of the night, and then unfreeze them when Valentine's Day was over. They would miss the whole lovey-dovey hearts and flowers bright pink party. They wouldn't get to dance or exchange cards or confess their crushes. When he unfroze them, it would just be a regular day. Everyone would have to go to school or work instead of talking about their feelings and eating heart-shaped chocolates. Ha! It would be perfect. Valentine climbed into his homemade catapult and pressed the big black button. The huge wooden device flung him high into the sky. He glided through the clouds toward Town Hall, where the Valentine's Day ball was being held. As he got closer... He could hear the laughter and sweet nothings of the people arriving. Disgusting! He stretched his arms out, revealing shiny bat-like wings. They allowed him to float gently to the ground. Another incredible invention by Valentine. If he could make a human fly, he could definitely ruin Valentine's Day. He landed in the center of the courtyard. He was surrounded by people. People ready to be frozen. Citizens of Hartford, I'm here today to ruin Valentine's Day once and for all. You might know that I am Valentine, the most super, super villain ever to exist. But you might not know that today is my birthday. That's right, February 14th is supposed to be my day. And while you spend the day dipping strawberries in chocolate and handing out tiny cards to your classmates, I stayed home alone. No presents, no cake, no friends, nothing. Valentine pressed his freeze ray and froze everyone solid. An icy stillness surrounded him. Until... Did you say no friends? Asked a voice from behind him. It was Dr. Extreme. 
She stood there in her black cape, holding a giant neon green contraption that spat out gigantic shiny bubbles. You don't have any friends? Asked Dr. Extreme again. Valentine felt embarrassed. He didn't think Dr. Extreme, the cool new villain in town, would be here to listen to his villain speech. Yes, I have no friends. Today is my birthday, and I'm totally alone. Well, do you want a friend? Valentine wasn't sure he had heard her correctly. Are you making fun of me? Dr. Extreme put down her bubble machine and walked over to Valentine. I came here to trap everyone in bubbles so they couldn't celebrate Valentine's Day. But honestly, I'd rather hang out with a friend instead. But don't you want to wreak havoc in Hartford? Isn't your plan to defeat me and become the greatest villain of all time? Dr. Extreme shrugged casually. Being a villain is all I've ever known. My grandparents, parents, siblings, even my aunts and uncles, all villains. I come from a long line of villains. A frown began to reveal itself on Dr. Extreme's face. It's hard to make friends when you're a villain. And Valentine's Day is all about friendship and love and appreciation for others. So I hate it. I... I hate it too. Valentine and Dr. Extreme smiled at each other. Well, if you're interested, we could celebrate your birthday by hating Valentine's Day together. I can trap everyone in bubbles tomorrow. Dr. Extreme noticed a cake on the table. It had white frosting and pink writing. It said, Happy Valentine's Day. Dr. Extreme dragged her finger along the top of the cake, crossing out some of the writing. Now, it just said, Happy Valentine. She handed the cake over to her new friend. Valentine's eyes lit up. Want to take this cake and eat it in my super-secret lair? Oh, oh, I have a supersonic spoon that helps you eat cake at hyperspeed so you can eat twice as much cake in half the time. Yes, please. I love eating cake in layers. Valentine and Dr. Extreme grabbed their gadgets and headed out of town hall. Maybe Valentine's Day isn't so bad after all. Dr. Extreme smiled at Valentine. Do you think we should unfreeze these people before we leave? The pair exchanged a glance. (laughs) Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Little Stories Everywhere ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus Kids and Apple Podcasts. Grown-ups, before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. From Wondery, this is Little Stories Everywhere. This is Valentine's Day Stinks, Superhero Edition, written by Jordan Myrick. I'm your host, Robbie Damon. Brian White is our associate producer. Audio assistance by Sergio Enriquez. This episode is sound designed by McCubbin Owens. Our editor and senior producer is Sarah Serrano. Executive producers are Janine Cornelow, Stephanie Jens, and Marshall Louie for Wondery.